Welcome to Is A Hot Dog A Sandwich with Ethan and Jed in the building. What are you saying, Jed? I'm feeling fantastic. It's a great week. We've got three fire questions for you. We're back at it again. Let's go straight into it. First of all, Water Tribe. Sorry, I know you said, you said we have three fire questions. Yeah. I'm not here. I'm not supporting Commander Ozai. <laughs> <laughs> what about Uncle Arrow, though? The tea master. Oh, you know what? You're completely right. You know what? I said... I changed my mind completely. Just I flip flopped. Un poquito. In, I, 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 fuego. It's all fuego, right? It's now. All fuego. Yeah, I flipped so quickly. I have no allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> Loyalty out the window. Well, but how do you feel about Zuko? You know what? I can't lie. You know yeah. when he pops up when he co- after all that all that stress and he oh, pops up yeah. and like they're all chilling by the waterfall or whatever and he's there and they're like <laughs> and he's like oh, I'm good I'm good I was like kill the man right now yeah. throw him off the cliff be done with him forever yeah. but then. I, I started to think he was a good... You know, I started to like him. And actually, somebody said something to me the other day that has completely flipped how I feel about the ending of Avatar. Because you know how Aang and Katara are the the happy couple? Mm -hmm. They were like, they should never have got together. Actually, it should have been Katara and uh, Zuko. Okay. And I agree. I actually am like, they were so... It felt chemistry-wise better suited, but that's a conversation for another day. (laughs) (laughs) We have three deep questions we can go through (laughs) before we get there. So starting off... Yes. What was a private embarrassing moment that you'd like to make public? Okay, so it's partially private, yeah. but partially public. Now, I've told you about this one before, but it's not the only time it's happened. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's a great start. <laughs> you'll know it. The second I start to describe it, you'll yeah. immediately clock what it is. So um, the most recent occurrence yeah. happened about two and a half weeks ago okay. um, in, in, our, in our old flat. Uh, it was, it was, I don't know, 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Um, you were in bed. Okay. And you had an early, <laughs> and you had an early start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you had, uh, you'd, you'd been away. You'd been, you'd been um, down in Devon for a while. And so I had gotten used to when I play games at night because the living room being right next to your bedroom, when you were away, I'd got used to just playing and just, I was shouting and having a good time because you were away and I knew I could do that. Right. Yeah. Uh, I got used to that. And so I jump online. I jump on the game. I'm playing Fortnite, right? And I'm going crazy. I'm Goku. I'm Super Saiyan. Killing it. Loving the game. Bro, I get into the top four. I get into the top four and I'm hiding. I'm camping, which mm-hmm. you don't really do in Fortnite, but I was doing it, right? Yeah. Somebody found me and I killed them without the other two people knowing. So I was feeling very, very good about myself. Oh, final three. Final three. And I'm like, you know what? I can do this. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually clear. I've got a good loadout, I've got good weapons, mm. I'm super saying Goku, there's not really much that can, unless Beerus pulls up, yourself. yeah, unless Beerus pulls up, I'm in good shape, so, I'm, go- I'm going, I'm going for it, I'm, fe- I'm actually getting tense though, and if you camp, because you're not moving, the tension rises, like I'm not actually shooting, I'm not letting any of that adrenaline out, so it's just building up in me, and so, it gets to the final three, and they're pulling up on me now, I, hear a car come and it's coming up to me and I'm like cool I got no problem the person in the car starts shooting at me and I start shooting back at them yeah, you're strapped up strapped up I got the dotty out shotgun I got the shotgun out and I'm pat 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 I kill them yeah. I kill them I'm like yes fantastic they were driving straight towards me in the car I assumed like a fool because I don't understand basic physics that the car would just stop when they when, when they died I was wrong oh, <laughs> I no. killed them about 10 meters from me I'm like yeah job done I then realised the car is still coming at me I tried to jump out of the way 
But instead of it, I jump, which gives me elevation. Yeah. So when the car hits me, it sends me off into the sky. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not dead. I thought the car hitting me might kill me. Yeah. So I'm like, cool, what do I do now? I'm floating back. I'm coming back down to, to, to earth, not remembering that Fortnite has full damage. <laughs> I hit the ground and straight away I'm dead. In that moment, I can feel it right now. The hey. tension was so high. <laughs> uh, I died. Immediately, the victory royale uh, sign comes up for the other person. They didn't even have to be in the final fight for them to win. And I scream. I can't even remember the words now, but I scream at the top of my lungs. And the second I do it, I feel immediate remorse. <laughs> immediate remorse, bro. I was, so, I was, so, I was like, oh no, you're in the other room. Ah! I completely forgot. I got so used to not to shouting, and you were in bed right there. Did you hear me? Yeah, bro, I, I heard you. It was like it was like midnight, and I was like, "What?" I jumped. I was I was shook. I was like, "Do I need to do I need to go?" Out? I thought it was time to roll out, right out. <laughs> and then I, I just I didn't hear anything else for the next two three minutes. It was just completely silent. Bro, I turned I didn't off the even PlayStation. Bro, I turned off the PlayStation. I was, I, I, I was so embarrassed. I was like, "Oh no!" Uh, the one thing I always want to do is not mess with your sleep because I know that you value your sleep so much, and also you have things to do in the morning. I, I, we have different schedules and I know your mornings are very, very important to you. And I was like, I messed it up. I've messed it up. I can't believe. And so I literally, I walked away from, from the place. I turned it off. I turned it off. I walked away. I, I washed up. I washed up. I cleaned the surfaces. I tidied up because I felt so bad. I was like, okay, I just need to do things that when Ethan, if I have just disturbed his sleep, when he comes up in the morning, he's like, oh, the room is nice. You know, I just wanted to, I was like, I felt so bad. You're already doing damage mitigation. Bro, I, and I didn't even know if I'd woken you up or not. I know I, I started very, very loudly. But, um, yeah, so uh, that's that. that. That was my moment of feeling incredibly embarrassed for, for potentially ruining your sleep. Oh, it's all good. We moved. So. I'm so sorry for it, bro. And I lost. <laughs> if I'd have won it, it would have made more sense. It would have been worth Then it would have been, yeah. yeah but I lost. Been... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for sharing that story with us. The story that I'm going to go to, I've got I to gotta set the scene a little bit. Yep. This was uh, 14 years ago. Oh, Ooh. 14, 15 years ago. I was 11 or 12. Okay. Um, I was on a campsite in the Isle of Wight with my mum. And this is the first time we'd ever gone camping together. I'd gone camping before. And um, where it was at night was really, really dark. So I used to always have this torch with me. Yeah. Um, And don't ask me why, but um, (laughs) I realised that if you shine the light directly into your face for like a bit of, like a very short amount of time, you can't see anything because your eyes take so long to adjust to the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was lying in bed, as you do, (laughs) pondering the world. Yeah. And I felt next to me, it was like, you know, I was kind of like flapping my hands. I felt next to me this torch. Okay. And it's quite a powerful torch. I was like, I wonder what happens if I shine it in my life for a little bit longer. So I did like 10 seconds and I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. It's like kind of some uh, a level of emotion. I can't see anything. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, you know what? I'm just going to do it for longer and see what happens. I shone the light in my eye for at least a minute and a half to two minutes. What? If not longer. What? I was going, that battery was draining. Yeah. Um, and then, keep in mind as well, this was dusk. It was as it was getting darker. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely the point in which it got dark. I then... Open up my eyes, not yeah. realizing one that it had gone from dusk to night, yeah, and two, um, I came to realize that I couldn't see anything, yeah. I genuinely <laughs> thought I had blinded myself, but I couldn't do anything, I didn't want to do anything in that moment. So I was lying with my back onto this air mattress <laughs> inside of my sleeping bag, going, Is it worth waking up my mum yet? 
a minute, minutes passed, and I still couldn't see anything. Oh. And I was, I was losing it. I was like, have I just done, have I just, like, have I just made one of the, the silliest mistakes yeah, of my life yeah. because I wanted to shine a light in my eye yeah. to see what would happen? Yeah. This can't be reality. <laughs> it gets to a point where it's been like five minutes and I still can't see anything. <laughs> and it was pitch black. <laughs> and this was, I was like, okay. Don't cry. It's, it's not time to cry yet. Something is going to happen. If you fall asleep, you'll, you'll be all right by the morning. It takes another like two, three minutes for yeah. me to even see the slightest like hint of light. Yeah. But the relief, the immense relief that I felt that I hadn't yeah. blinded myself by shining myself in the eye yeah. was incredible. And I've carried that with me to this day. I didn't even tell my mum because I was like, I was too scared. Bro, I didn't know any of this. <laughs> what? He said, the sunlight hurts my eyes. Bro, I know you're a scientist. I know you have to experiment. I know it's within your DNA, but bro, what was, the heck? I was... I hadn't done the science. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was not qualified. You didn't to do the numbers, decision. bro. You didn't run up the numbers. Like, what's going on? You should have got like a light sensor and a computer done all of that beforehand. What's going on? I think also the fact that it went from dusk to really like darkness. Yeah. Like the, the last of the moonlight yeah. disappeared. And I immediately went into panic mode. Bro. But the thing is, you can't even move because you're like, well, I can't like, I can't see anything. Like, what's the point in moving? I might just hurt myself even further. Bro. There's one thing that I didn't mention. Oh, no. In order to make sure I'd immerse myself in darkness, yeah. I'd gone under the oh, sleeping bag. No. So one of the reasons why I couldn't see anything was because there was a sleeping bag two, minutes, <laughs> two millimeters from my face, but I couldn't feel it at the time. I was so lost in panic that I couldn't feel what was on my face. <laughs> you know, people, you know, like the whole daredevil um, uh, analogy where like, if you lose one sense, the yeah. other senses uh, like increase. Listen, to, bro, your sense of touch went with it. Because... My, my sense of dumbness just... <laughs> went out of the universe exponential growth ridiculously stupid <laughs> and I didn't realise stupidity was a sense <laughs> I can't believe I've never heard this before that's a brilliant so I just need to just wrap my head around it one more time so you you, you know you did the, the you did the first test and you like whatever but like why like what was what was the end goal <laughs> I'm just smirting the water across the room. Which is a podcast first, by the way. What was the end goal? You know, sometimes, yeah? Yeah. You do things just because you want to see what will happen. You don't consider the possibilities. You just hope that they're endless. I'm a scientist. I'm a scientist by nature. For example, back in the day, you know, when they used to make new chemicals, they used to taste them. What? They didn't really... Uh, contemplate the fact that this could chemically alter up. their body. Just straight up. I am a Puritan scientist. <laughs> I'm a scientist from 200 <laughs> years ago. Sometimes you just gotta ask, what if? <laughs> so hold on, like when they first like put mercury down, they were like, you know what, little sip, little sippy sip. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, bro. That's you. <laughs> Listen, I would have been in trouble 250 years ago. <laughs> oh, um, you know, I'm happy you moved away from chemistry as being your main, uh, your main vocation because that that could have got, got us into some real trouble. You could turn into the whole catchly. <gasps> Get back into it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Moving away from the cellulose, <laughs> if you could retina. merge two different animals to mm. create the ultimate animal, yeah. which two animals would it be and what would be their product? Mm -hmm. So 
I'm going to do some honourable mentions. Yeah, fantastic. I'm going to start off with what I think is maybe the uh, most loving and elite of all of these animals, and also probably the cutest. Mm. And this is combining a bee with an elephant. Wow. So I'd never even considered that. Uh, if you've watched B movie, you know the, the kind do of you like jazz. <laughs> you do know that quote. But you also know the bit about bees in which they're they're supposedly too heavy yeah, yeah. to be able to fly and they kind of uh, defy all nature and physics and all of this stuff. Um I think combining a bee with an elephant and making an elephant fly would be that extreme. It would be <laughs> that extreme. extreme. Uh, it would be super, it would be it would be taking that to another extreme. I'd quite like to see flying elephants and see how they kind of navigate the world. Yeah. It is equally scary. I appreciate elephants falling on your house because they're too clumsy yeah. in the sky. It's a thing. But we've all seen Dumbo, and Dumbo's got techers. Yeah. Uh, question. Question. So, is it that the uh, the bumblebee is elephant sized? Or is that that the elephant? It's an elephant, and it's mm. elephant sized, but it has like the wings. It's of a an bumblebee. Ele- it's elephant sized, and it's got the wings of a bumblebee. But okay. they are elephant sized, also. Okay. They scale up, okay. oh, and they that? work. Elephants are the type of creatures to realize, oh, I can use put this to good use, mm-hmm. and I could see elephants powering wind turbines. But that was an honorable mention, okay. so I've got to keep it that's rolling. All, that's already yeah, that's a fantastic one. Um, because my mind kind of went to like Lazarus and healing and stuff like that, that axolotl mm, with a human oh, being, that would so be cool. really cool. Their regeneration powers are incredible. And I think we saw something like that in Heroes. Uh, yes. with, I think it's Claire's character. Claire, 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 Claire. Save uh, the cheerleader, save the who world. Who could literally lose limbs and repair them immediately. And I think she had some axolotl genetics. If you don't know what an axolotl is, Google it. They're really cute. I love axolotls. They're, they look like aliens. Very adorable. Yeah. Um, now... There is one animal that I had to pair with something. Um, so I've come is up with... Is this your with, final answer? This is my final okay. answer. I've come up with the ultimate uh, animal predator. Ooh. Um, not to be confused. You know what? I'm not even going to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's not for this one. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> the ultimate animal predator. And that is combining a cuttlefish um, which can change colours. They have elastic pouches in their body which can uh, trigger the release of pigmentation um, which will allow them to change colour and blend in with their environment with the ultimate sea predator which is the orca which are also some of the most dastardly and intelligent animals. So I'm sorry to all seals, sea lions, any water-dwelling creatures out there because uh, orcas just got overpowered. They first of all they already are they're, they're they're fish tanks it feels like even though they're not fish like I saw first of all cuttlefish underrated animal yeah underrated animal to to the next degree and um just as a sign note if you are a consumer of fish yeah and cuttlefish I had a cuttlefish calamari um which is basically they uh, take the kind of you know the batter uh, yeah. that you they would use on calamari or squid yeah. um, and had it on cuttlefish and it was delicious. I'll tell you even better than squid. Okay, I'm in. I'm all in on that. Shout out to cuttlefish. Shout out to cuttlefish are incredible. I literally just saw a TikTok recently and I don't know if other people have seen this, but uh, it was of four orcas yeah. and there was a seal on an ice sheet yes. and the orcas create this wave because they're all swimming mm-hmm. in unison parallel to each other and they're just going swimming incredibly fast and the wave they create on the ice sheet cracks up the ice sheet and they keep doing it and doing it until the seal has no ice to lay and on. It's a and then, thick layer of ice yeah, as well. Oh, that, that, that sheet of ice. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Double cheeked up on a Thursday afternoon is what that ice is. But the orcas don't care because they are creating a wave that wraps up the ice and then they wrap up the seal. Uh, they, they blew bubbles yeah. up underneath the seal to in order to disorient it. Because understandably the seal got defensive because it was on its last legs. Yeah. Um, and then they went in. And They're incredible. Yeah. They're, so to give them another... Yeah, they they actually are like Predator because yeah. in the movie Predator, uh, it can go invisible. Yeah. So it has all of these other tools and it can then go invisible. You've just created Predator, but in the sea. I'm so I didn't correct. catch um, what their uh, product is. That is their product, murder. Uh, <laughs> 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 I like it. We got better on this. Yeah, that's petrifying. I'm not, bro, I'm not going to the sea ever again. You just ruined it. You're ruining it. The one thing that is good for us as human beings <laughs> yeah. in relation to them is that they don't see us as a threat or th- and they don't see us as food. Yeah. So uh, we are not hunted by orcas. If we were hunted by orcas, I think we'd really be in big trouble. It's long. Um, we actually wouldn't have survived as humans, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Orca sightings for humans tend to be really funny. Like, mm. There's this guy up in the Scottish locks mm. who happened to have a, an orca just kind of come alongside him and he said, get away, you wee. Oh, yeah. Um, in... Imagine a Scottish <laughs> phrase that they might use. Um, and it was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, no, orcas, orcas are, they're so clever as well. They probably see us as equals. They're just like, yeah, because they're as clever as us. <laughs> and twisted. Yeah. What I find really funny is we've both gone for the deep, the deep wide sea, the, bi- the big blue sea, because for people who don't know, I am a cancer and I've got a cancer tattoo on my chest. <laughs> And so when you mentioned the animals, there was one animal that I was definitely going for. Mm. And that was the wily crab. Okay. With, with the claws and the clackety clackers <laughs> and all that. The crab yeah. stands tall. There's a running meme. And maybe it's just because I'm, I have an a, a affinity to crabs. There's a, there's a meme page on uh, Facebook called The Cult of Crab. Okay. And every now and then I've sent you memes from it. There was one where like there were two people on a boat. And they're, they're like, why is our captain a crab and the crab just like shut up and for me this is the funniest thing in the world i don't know why it's just funny um so crab had to be first yeah. and the second Ooh. is i've kind of stolen your concept of, of the bee and the elephant mm-hmm. is the largest living animal of all time the blue whale okay so really all it is yeah. is a crab yeah the size of a blue whale that wow. is, is literally it okay so you've created a behemoth of a crab <laughs> yeah and they're they're um their product, okay. a bit like the, the, the cuttlefish orcas product is murder. Their product is um, fantasy stories. Okay, go on. So I don't know if anybody's heard of H.P. Lovecraft, but Lovecraft has created these fantastical uh, beasts, these magical monsters like Cthulhu, for example, um, to, roam, to roam the sea in the world. And this mega crab would be something of that gargantuan um, proportion. Okay, amazing. Love Different Robots. Yes. One of your favourite series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, One of Mr. H's favourite series. Mm. And thanks to both of you, one of my favourite series mm. has an episode where a giant crab, not as giant oh, as this big blue whale, I completely forgot. takes over, essentially takes a ship hostage yeah. and forces them to sail to a land where they can feast their heart's delight. Um, that is a great watch. I recommend to any of you. I completely forgot about that episode. That's one of my favourite episodes of the series. It's incredible. So bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Every episode of Love, Death and Robots is bizarre. <laughs> but yeah, it really is. Fantastic shout. Fantastic shout. Uh, Great animals. Uh, we all love uh, Bank Holiday. We all love Christmas Day or Boxing yes, Day. Yes, we do. Um, wherever you celebrate. However you celebrate your a special day off that is taken by everyone um, apart from the lovely people in service. <laughs> if you were to create a global holiday, what would you name it? 
And what would it be about? How would you celebrate it? So this is an incredible question, an incredible question. And because we're, we're seeing, you know, bank holidays just randomly put into our calendar for, for good reason or not, we're just seeing random stuff put in that is directly affecting the lives of millions of people in, in the UK uh, for good or bad. I'm not going to comment on that in this uh, podcast, but it's a, it's a quite important and poignant point to make at the moment. I, I, I took this question very seriously for the, the reason that like, there are so many holidays that go on that we don't even know about, right? And I didn't want to um, say something that would be wrong. Be like, oh, there's this, there's no holidays in September when really okay. yeah. you go to Nepal and there's this incredible thing going on. Or you go to Morocco and there's this amazing thing going on just because I'm ignorant. So yeah. I've piggybacked Ooh. off of a global event, an event that I think is probably the largest global event that I can think of yeah. as far as involving every nation or as many nations as possible. Mm-hmm. And that is the Olympics. Okay. Yeah. So for the month, for the two weeks that you have the Olympics and then the two weeks that you have the, the Paralympics, mm-hmm. everything, everything shuts off or to the, to the best of the ability that they can. And all that everybody does is they play sports, they play games, borders shut. So like if you want to go to another country and play games over there, you can, you do that. Or you can just sit around watching the Olympics, watch the incredible, uh, indomitable human spirit as we see endlessly in the Olympics. But do you mean happen. borders open or borders shut? Because you said borders open so they can go between people. Go between, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So literally, if you're if you're in France and want to go to, to Germany, yeah. to, well, actually, that's a bad example because the EU does have fairly, fairly <laughs> free borders. <laughs> a place where borders are closed. Yeah. <laughs> the borders are open and people can just share yeah. in the joy that I think is sport, physical activity and yeah. connecting uh, the, the world. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, yeah, that would, that would truly be amazing. Sport mm. is a, an incredibly connecting thing. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine families that are separated by borders being able to connect for a period of time yeah. um, and celebrate being around each other and enjoy the release of endorphins that sports gives you yeah. um, and the feeling of a shared ideal. Yeah, well, the, 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 you're completely right. And the, based on of what you said, the, my answer was actually informed by a TikTok I watched the other day mm of a family hmm. who um, are partially Indian and partially Pakistani. Okay. And there is obviously a, 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 a history, a very, very uh, powerful history between India and Pakistan that I won't get into here. But um, they were playing each other at cricket. India and Pakistan were playing each other at cricket and there were two dads. One was in an Indian jersey, one was in a Pakistani jersey. And there was an incredible amount of... Uh, healthy banter and competitive banter between them and they were singing and dancing at each other and like boasting it was fantastic and at the end they hugged each other and i can't lie i am so soft i started crying (laughs) because it was so nice to see after a after a heavy competition that they could hug i can't lie (laughs) when i lose a game i'm not hugging no one (laughs) so just to see that was such a beautiful thing and i would love to see that at a global scale so that'd be wonderful I've gone for something that is, I'll say it's connecting, mm. but maybe not in such a <laughs> such a way, but it's definitely a connected <laughs> and yeah. unifying experience. Um, and we've seen this in the odd kind of Halloween party or birthday party, but I would like to make this a global holiday. Um, and what I would like to do is have everybody wear their meme. So you have okay. to dress up as a meme that you love, that has brought joy into your life um, in that character, wherever you are around the world. Now, being English speaking, I'm 
only largely aware of English speaking memes. Yeah. But I would love to see the array of memes. Yeah. And even how the same picture could be used for a completely different thing in another language. Um, it would offer the world to create satirical moments, yeah. uh, political commentary, yeah. uh, but it would also allow people to just have fun, talk about meme history, because I think memes are now so embedded into our culture oh, yeah. that they can decide elections. You're completely right on that aspect. I've seen multiple elections pushed by memes yeah. in in the last few years alone. It's ridiculous. I uh, Yeah, because I've seen people do like parties where it's like dresses that come as a meme yeah. and they always look like such a, such a fun time. And people go, they they don't hold anything back when doing this. They say they are all or nothing. Question. Mm-hmm. Do you know right yeah, now? What, absolutely not. No? Yeah. So yeah. I, I just, for some reason, some, there's, a, there's a meme that me and you share between each other, which I, I really love, which is just about capybaras. Okay. Yeah. And how wonderful they are. And just, there's always a thing where it's like, oh, um, top five criminal capybaras. And then it's like, no, actually capybaras don't cause any harm at all. Capybaras love anyone. And then it always finishes with like a capybara with like animated on um, makeup and like nails. And it goes, and don't forget, capybara slay. And that's completely right. Capybaras always slay. Never that's forget. It. So I would definitely go as, a, as a, the capybara meme. Shout out to capybaras. <laughs> For real. They're so innocent and they bring so much joy. Yeah. Um, and they look fantastic in nails. They do. They really do. They do slay. And there's and that's obviously the reason why we didn't put them in the animal segment because they don't need any additions. No. They don't need anything else. Capybaras are perfect the way they are. Yeah. They love everyone. And this has been Is a Hot Dog a Sandwich. Mm-hmm. Find us at Is a Hot Dog a Pod on mm-hmm. Instagram and TikTok, yep. as well as uh, Is a Hot Dog a Sandwich on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms, mm-hmm. as well as Facebook and YouTube. Mm-hmm. Peace out. Bye.